Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audience, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Texas State Bobcats coming into town tomorrow, 6 o'clock. Our pregame show begins at 2 o'clock. The kickoff show brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni. I'm really proud to be joined by, uh, man, one of my favorite all-time Baylor players, Gary Joe Kenny, a man who, you know, still roots for the Bears and and, uh, has followed the Bears all the and played with a lot of great friends of mine. Uh, But, Gary Joe, this is going to be a different experience for you at McLean Stadium on Saturday. First of all, welcome to the show and and, uh, just excited to be, be talking to you. Well, thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Uh, we're looking forward to it. I'm driving, uh, uh, driving right now, and uh, heading to Waco. Okay, yeah, uh, it's uh, that's the right direction to be going in, and just the the thought of your son now the head coach at Texas State. First of all, Gary Joe, it doesn't seem like that long ago that you were playing at Baylor, but you have uh, you have a son that's a head coach in college football. Does that First, does that seem kind of uh, surreal a little bit to a guy like you that's had a long, uh, successful coaching career, but uh, to have a son who's already a head coach at the collegiate level, especially at a place like Texas State, that has to be a, a really uh, almost a surreal feeling to you, I would think. Oh, it is. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I can't believe it. Uh, it's been such a uh, quick rise for him. You know, never – Never being in the high school ranks, just going straight from, you know, playing to coaching in college and just taking off from there, and it's uh, it's been a great ride for him. Yeah, GJ Kinney um, is um, is coming to town, and you have a son on the uh, on the Baylor team as well, Landry Kinney. I mean, that's it's just a uh, again, it's going to be such a fun day for the Kinney family. Now, how many folks? Uh, how many folks will be attending the game? Like uh, related oh, to man. to you and everybody's everybody. I, I bet you were. I bet every. I bet you were getting a lot of ticket requests for this one. Yes, a uh, ton of people. We're uh, all our family and friends, and we're going to have a lot. Uh, probably thirty plus people there, uh, <laughs> some kind of capacity. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, you know, when uh, GJ got the job, uh, as soon as he decided what he was going to do i started looking at their schedule and i was like oh my goodness you played baylor the first game are you kidding me <laughs> so that was strange right from the very beginning uh i was already looking at that one what was uh what when he first decided to get into coaching i mean does that was that gratifying for you I, you don't strike me as someone who was trying to you know probably say you need to be a coach um what was the uh what what was that what was that like, and what was kind of your advice to him starting off? Because it certainly seems has been a meteoric uh, rise for for GJ. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he always, I think he always knew he wanted to coach and be around the game. He wanted to play. And my advice to him was play as long as you can, and because uh, you can't get that back. And then once you do, if coaching's what you want to do, um, I you know I pushed him to want to go into college. I said that's I think that would be something either college or NFL, something you would really enjoy. And and so he wanted to do that. He knew that once he quit playing that he would uh, he would GA or do whatever it took to get his foot in the door and just start working his way up. And, you know, he's, of course, he's done that. And, and I'm very proud of him. 
I told him, you know, if you coach, you do something you really love, then, you know, you'll never work a day. So I think he's already feeling that. All right. And so, I mean, that, that Texas State program, what have you been able to kind of determine? I mean, I you, you've kind of got some insight on this thing. That quarterback room, Gary Joe, is interesting, isn't it? I mean, there's one guy that's a, a Hulk. I mean, he's, like, incredibly tall. One guy's an incredible athlete who transferred in from, I believe it was Arkansas. What kind of – what what has uh, G.J. inherited, in, in your opinion, and and how long do you think it'll take him? I mean, this is a place starved just to even go to a bowl game. So, in some ways, I think it's a great opportunity to get this program going in the right direction. Where do you um, – what do you kind of make of – of 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 this roster that he has and, and where this program's headed? You know, I think he's done a great job. I think today's uh, NIL and portal and things like that, that you're able to get players to move around. And so that's a great opportunity for coaches when they start their program to be able to identify what they have and then go out there and, and find players and sign a large class. He was able to bring in 50-plus players that he wanted and selected and so I think that really helped him get his foot in the door. And I think you can also turn around programs a little quicker because of that. You know, and he's able to have a great quarterback room. Uh, the transfer, you know, from Arkansas and from the from Auburn, T.J. Finley and Blake Hornsby, two great athletes and great players. And, and I think there's going to be a battle there. And I, I, would, I would suspect that he would play both of them in this first game especially and, and probably through a few games just to – you know, find the right one. I think that's the number one thing for him coming out of, you know, the Baylor game and UTSA game is find, find my team, you know, find my team for conference and, mm-hmm. and then make a run. And, and I would be shocked if he didn't go to a bowl game. I, I know he will. There's no doubt in my mind that he'll win six-plus games. I'm not trying to put pressure on him, but I just know him. I know what, he's, what he has on the roster. I know what he's put together. I know what kind of coaches that he has and he is. And, and there's no doubt they're going to break that record. I mean, they're going to break that drought and go to a bowl game. Gary Joe Kinney joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Take me back to when you were becoming a Baylor Bear. I, I would think, if I recall correctly, it was like North Mesquite High School. Um, I mean, you probably had a lot of opportunities. What was it? What was it about Baylor? What was it about Grant Taff? What um, what what led you? What was the biggest factor in in you choosing to to play at Baylor? back in circa, what, 1986 or somewhere around then? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely, you know, Grant Taft, like you talked about, he was the number one reason, without a doubt, that, that I chose Baylor. I had some opportunities, and my dad had gone to TCU, and most people suspected I would go there. And then, and then it really came down to Baylor in Oklahoma for me. And, uh, you know, my dad definitely did not want me to go to Oklahoma at that time. And, and so it was Baylor was a little closer to home, and, and Grant Taft, once he started recruiting me pretty hard, and I just knew how honest he was and that he, if he told you something, it was going to happen. And so I, I just fell in love with the program and him. And, and my recruiter was Coach Lane, Bill Lane, and I really enjoyed him. And so just get, that was the main thing. There's some relationships that I have with those guys. And what was the, um, the defense you played in? You made a ton of tackles, as I recall, um, a lot of hitting, and and yeah. you would go sideline to sideline. Was this uh, was that Fredenberg uh, at the time? I mean, who who were you mainly under there at uh, there at Baylor? Oh, two of the greatest coaches ever, John Goodner and Pete Fredenberg. I mean, they were 
I had the uh, luxury of having both of those guys. You know, Coach Gidner was my linebacker coach, and Coach Redberg was the defensive coordinator, and he really pushed me and and uh, got me to do more than I thought I could. And, and I had an opportunity uh, pretty uh, early in my career to get on the field. You know, we graduated some guys uh, after that first year, and, and Ray Berry and some of those guys moved on, and I was able to, to get in there and get in the lineup and, and play for three years. And so, you know, the defense that we ran, we ran 4-3, and I was the bike backer. And so I was supposed to make a lot of tackles. You know, I had Santana Dotson in front of me, taking up all the blockers. I was supposed to make some tackles, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, that Dot, Santana and then the big cat and all those guys. I mean, you, you kind of caught those. Yeah. I guess they were a little bit younger than you, but they y'all crossed over some, and, and – uh, that was a uh, that was a good group, but at the, at the Mike linebacker in Fredenberg's system, I mean it, it just and it goes back. Baylor has had famous linebackers over the years. You mentioned Ray Berry, but there was just something, and then it kind of became, didn't it, like a DBU at one point with Thomas yep. Everett and all those safeties, even leading up to modern day with Petrie. Um, it, it is kind of wild how Baylor, while not always having great success did have certain positions, Gary Joe, that just have stood the test of time. And it felt like linebacker was kind of one of those. I think so. You know, defense in particular, I think, especially in the mid-80s all the way into the mid-90s, I thought defense was really good and every year. And, and you're right, linebacker and defensive back were very strong. And then also defensive line, like you talked about with Robin Jones and Santana up there. We had a great defensive line and James Francis and, uh, linebacker was me, and, and we had we had some uh, really good players, and you know Robert Blackman and Thomas Everett and Ron Francis. I mean, I go on and on of guys, Ray Crockett. I mean, guys that are just phenomenal guys that went on and played in the NFL. That there was a really good run there in the mid nineties, I mean mid eighties, that we had some really good teams. Did GJ try to get you to uh, on his staff? I could see you enjoying like an analyst role or something like that did has he uh did he try to convince you to be a part of that or were you did you just decide you would uh let him have that well i think right now he needs to have that but i, I would shut it out i would be surprised at some point if it didn't happen but you know with landry still at baylor i wanted to have the luxury of being able to watch him on saturdays uh you know his last go around and and then of course uh you know, my wife has a job here in Wichita Falls. She's the principal of the high school, so being there. But at some point, I would think that I might get on his staff at some point. Coaching doesn't ever get out of your blood, does it? I mean, you've had several stops along the way and won a lot of football games. It's hard to, no matter what age, and you're still a relatively young guy, um, it's it's not easy to close the door on it, is it? No, it's not. Uh, absolutely. I, you know, I could retire, but, uh, I, you know, I'm going to – keep working and i want to keep coaching i enjoy it and so as long as i'm enjoying it, i want to keep doing it tell me about landry what was uh i mean that had to be kind of neat for uh him to choose baylor and and kind of um what all his his career and everything because uh um i mean that's just kind of fun in fact i was looking at a roster i don't know in recent years and i just came across that name and of course you all spell it like that and so i'm like I wonder, and then I kind of looked it up. Sure enough, I'm like, "That's Gary Joe's uh, kid." What what was uh, what was his path like, and and uh, and was it just like you know he loved hearing about your experience with Baylor? How did he end up on campus? 
you know, I, I think that that and, you know, his sister, my daughter, uh, went to Baylor, graduated from there. And so I think he always, with us going there, and he always wanted to go there. And, and uh, he played at La Vega um, his last two years of high school there in Waco when I was working there. And so I think he just really got comfortable with Waco. And he went his path. He went to Juco first. He went to Tyler Junior College and played quarterback there. And then when it was time to to move on, he you know, he chose Baylor. He thought that was a great opportunity and a great place to be. He'd always wanted to go there from the time he was, you know, on the, when I coached there, um, he was on the sideline or, you know, always had a Baylor stuff on. We lived in Waco. And so I think it's always been in his mind to, to go to Baylor. And, and so, you know, he moved on to Baylor and switched to receiver and, uh, mm-hmm. this year. And I think uh, he loves the opportunity to play receiver and have a chance to get on the field. It's, it's tough to get on the field at quarterback. There's so many good ones, and you're only going to play one. So moving over to the receiver, you know, he thinks maybe at some point he might have an opportunity. All right. Are you going to – do you all have any special gear, like a, a half Texas State, half Baylor? I mean, you're you're a Baylor guy through and through, but still um, having G.J. over there, that, that, that brings a whole different uh, feel to this game. How are you all, how are you all kind of handling what attire you wear to the game? Well, yeah, it's funny you said that. I didn't even think about it until, like, last week. I was like, you know what? What am I going to wear here? But, I mean, obviously, um, I don't want to offend G.J. because he's he's worked so hard, and I root for him every week. But, you know, playing Landry playing there, I got to root for Baylor as well. So, it's tough. And, you know, my wife came up with it. She got a shirt that says Team Kenny. So, you know, she's got a shirt on for that. And I, I'll probably just wear neutral colors. And uh, But, obviously, I – you know, I'm a Baylor Bear, so, you know, i got to root for the Bears, but I want G.J. to win every game that he plays besides that one, and, and uh, we'll give this one to Landry. Do you and your um, teammates still keep up quite a bit? I mean, that was a special group. Like you said, you had great defensive coaches. I still see those coaches from time to time. I've seen Robert at some events, and, uh, I mean, those were just legends you were mentioning. I mean, how rare was that for Taft to have a staff – that most of those guys kind of stuck around, whether it be Wade Turner. I mean, it was just um, that was a that was just such a classic uh, group. But do you and your uh, teammates still uh, have some group texts going and, and stay in touch with some of those guys? Yeah, I do. Uh, just a few, not a lot. Brad Gable and, and Bobby Jack go forward. Uh, talk to them. You know, just a few guys like that, that that I keep in touch with, and I try to get back. It's hard when when you're coaching trying to get down in the past been able to get out there to watch games and reconnect with guys it makes it very difficult so i've had a better opportunity these last couple of years to be able to get down there and and uh visit with some guys i got to see matt clark last year when he got his legend award and so i really yeah. got to catch melvin bonner i got to catch up with a few guys that that i hadn't seen in a long time so you know it's uh, been nice for, to uh, reconnect Matt's long flowing hair is not quite what it used to be, right? When it hung out of the. <laughs> That's funny. No, it's not quite what it was in uh, 1986 or seven. But uh, yeah, he still looked good. Yeah, boy, Brad Gable. There's another uh, blast from the past. Uh, Quero. It's just interesting where those players would come from. You get Thomas from Dangerfield. You get you get some great players from Quero. Who was the huge tight end that I'm not thinking of? Steve. Um, oh, his son plays now in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, you know, the, uh, the the tight end. But, I mean, it's just um, 
it just it's kind of a, amazing that you know all the guys and where they end up and everything. Wasn't that weird to see SMU now in the ACC? That news went down. Your old uh, SWC foe. Uh, that has to be a little strange to see something like that happen. Yeah, that was very strange. You know, they got the death penalty, I guess, when I was in college, and so they. But they prior to that, they were definitely a major rival for us, and so I guess it's good for them. You know, it might not be good for everybody else, but it's probably good for those guys to get to ACC, and so it's good for them. Well, it's going to be fun. We'll be looking for you. Stutzman was the name I was looking for a second Stutzman, ago. I knew it was yeah. going to bother me if I didn't yeah. rack my brain, but uh, Steve Stutzman was one of those. Uh, I don't know if we properly utilized him, but had good speed oh, and did. good size and, and uh, could could get around the field like crazy. But uh, Danny Stutzman is now his son starting at linebacker for OU. Well, listen, take it all in. Have a great time out there. And, um, you know, you, you really can't lose in this with whatever happens, right, because you got people Absolutely. on both sides. And, uh, and everybody will be so excited to see you and the family. And, and uh, I hope you do. That'd be so fun to see you back at the collegiate level. You came back to Baylor what, around, around 2006, as I recall. And I can even yeah. remember, I think you made a stop in my hometown, uh, Gary Joe at Kaufman, all those years Absolutely. ago. And uh, still have good memories of that. My mom was teaching there at the school, Marilyn Mosley. And so, anyway, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we have great memories of What's that? Yeah, exactly. Well, listen, safe travels as you come into uh, Waco, and we will we will uh, talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You bet. There he goes. Gary Joe Kenny.